Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And so we, I walked away and I went upstairs and I was like, my day's f***ed. I already know my day's f***ed. It's 8.30 in the morning. My day is over. And I got back into bed and I remembered that my beloved was in the bed. Okay. And so she gave me a very, very nice blowjob this morning and my day reset automatically. I woke up. I was like, this is the best day ever. And I walked downstairs and I was like cheering. Like I was going nuts. That's all you got? That's I did my best, man. <laughs> Is that not does that not it work? Did start it, rain. it drizzled. Yeah, it does kind of work, bro. man. It never rains here. I said I said this is impossible. It's making me feel like I'm back in London, bro. Oh shit. Speaking of that, uh we, there might be a London here press we go. conference. Here Welcome we go. back to the Impulsive, the number one podcast in the world. Did you almost forget the name of the show? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I did. Yeah, subscribe. Well, here we are. <laughs> Guys, oh, I, you, I'm off today. Why do I feel nah. me too? Which is bad because that means two out of three of us are off. Uh, Spencer, I'm, Spencer, I'm just okay, letting you know right now. It's because of the rain and, and also because I'm still mentally recovering from Aaron Carter. Oh, okay. okay. You didn't have to go through that. I know. You didn't I got, have to go I got that. stuck in some traffic. So give me the give me the lowdown. What did I miss? What, here's okay. Here was the summation. All right. It's it's clear. Uh, have you ever I, seen? I don't want to say it. Have you ever seen? Because he still texts me. He still texts me. If I if, look, there was one point where Mike goes, "Do you feel mentally stable?" And he goes, "Do you think I'm mentally stable, man to man?" And I thought you were gonna right there be like, "Absolutely not," yeah. because right? it, but well, you you buckled. Don't no 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 oh, no. No, no, no no no. Mike what buckled? happened was he asked me, but he the question he asked me made no sense. Like he was like, "I could ask you the same question." And I was like, "Am I mentally stable?" I was like, "I mean." Yeah, I but- feel pretty good. Like he didn't ask if he was like, "What do you think?" I would have been like, "Bro, you're fucking out of your fucking mind." He did. Bro. He he did. No, he didn't. He did. Play that shit Not back, bro. He yeah. just said it in like a weird way that didn't make sense. We need an instant replay. But yeah, it was crazy, man. I, I'm I'm a little disappointed you weren't here for that one. Yeah. It's, I, it, and I had I had another piece of information I wanted to tell you. Yeah. What do we got? Uh, you're on today. Yeah. You're like you're functioning I, at I'm a like, high level. Yeah. I'm there. I'm like 75 percent. Cool. There. This might bring you down to 50. Ah. Uh, did you know that Will and Jada Smith staged an intervention for Jaden Smith because he was vegan over fears that he was wasting away? Quotes, oh, wasting away. Wait, wait, wait. They staged an intervention? No, like, like they had, they had an like intervention. A, a like real they, intervention. They sat they him down and said, and said Jaden, you look gray and you're wasting away. I don't know about that. He was getting dark circles under the eyes. He just looked drained. He was depleted. He wasn't getting the Where nutrients. Where's this from? Who's reporting this? High snobiety. Which okay. <laughs> no, but it's, it's all it's what it's, on the latest episode of Red Table Talk. This happened, bro. And and Spencer's really? a vegan. This really? is why I I'll bring check this it up. out. Let me check it out. And if you remember, this is exactly what happened to me when I was vegan. Mm. My friend sat me down. Chloe goes, "Yo, you're gray and you look gaunt." And what what like, did no. Jaden say? <laughs> Huh? I, I, he's he's uh, vegetarian. He now. said the following. Oh. He said the following statement. 
<laughs> Please help me. I also just want to say that I'm, I'm a vegetarian that I've tried to be vegan. And by the way, same. Like, I've tried. And, and Andre, our cameraman there, our Middle Eastern beautiful exotic cameraman, is, is one of the most beautiful humans I've ever seen in my life. It's true. And so true. I'm going to go back to what I always fall back on. It's not for everyone, but yeah. it's for some people. Yeah. Straight up. Like, it's for that. that kid. I can take it. Try it. I think, I mean, we got one life on this rock. Try being vegan. Give it a month. Give it a month. Yeah. See if it's for you. Cause it, Are there fat vegans? Yeah. Can you be a fat vegan? Yeah. Where would I find yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, if you're like major cities, you know, like ma many, major hubs <laughs> where there's good tra foot traffic. Like how many plants would you have to eat to become a fat vegan, dude? I don't know, dude. I think you it, it, there's fast food that's vegan. You know what I'm saying? You oh. can go to KFC and get vegan chicken now. Like veggie grill. When I go there, yeah, I always we feel had like some a of that fat vegan. Plus, bro, carbs are a quick cop out sometimes. Why'd you use so many C's? In carbs are a quick cop out. So well, much alliteration <laughs> in one <laughs> sentence. Well, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna do some research. All right, I'm gonna look at look at my boy Jaden. I actually saw him at cafe gratitude which is a vegan restaurant a couple yeah. weeks ago got his number we were texting so i'll hit him up you, oh you okay? got his number i'll be like hey are you okay what, what was your pickup line i said yeah hey hi hey man <laughs> today's oh, guest no. is the four answers to succeed in love and life he's a master in neuro linguistics psychology and sociology and says genetic energetics is the key to it all here to tell us what that is and help us with all of our dating relationship dating and relationships it's larry the love guy oh yes hey, hey. Yes. This could be really good or really bad. I don't know. <laughs> For you? Oh, oh. Spencer's girlfriend. No, no. Spencer's girlfriend's here. No, we, Spencer brought his girl. This is yeah, a dangerous she, episode to I'm bring chilling. your girlfriend. Yeah, but yeah. she's consuming shit content right now. So it doesn't <laughs> Larry the love guy. Larry. Welcome, welcome to the building house. Thank welcome you. to the garage building. Oh, this is great. I love it. It's our That's empire. Funny. We built it out of stones. Yeah, I like your shirt. Hey, Larry, what's, <laughs> I mean, what's good? Like, who are you and what do you do exactly? Because I'm a little scared, dude. I'm not so great with love. Well, <laughs> okay, who am I? Um, I'm called the Love Shepherd. That's my AKA. Like a dog, but yeah. with love. Yeah. Do you have a staff? No, I don't have a tail. Uh, no, so uh, not, hey. not like a dog. Shepherd, like the staff, right? Okay, yeah, okay. Right? It's a Burning Man name. What can I say? Oh, oh you want a Burning Man? You're a burner? Yeah, of uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> How many years have you been a Burning Man? Uh, three now. Over. That's more than me. Long one period of time, one, one so. year more than me. Okay, so, okay, so you're the Love Shepherd. What does it mean? All right, so here's my shtick. Um... I've been, since I was a little kid, I was trying to figure out where love was, right? And didn't get it from my family, so I'd just been searching a long, long time. And a little over a decade ago, I was introduced to a science called genetic energetics. And it just blew me away, because it did something that no other typology, no other kind of character assessment or anything like that ever did. So, Where'd you get introduced to it? I was, <laughs> I was, okay, so... Jeez, I got to give you the Reader's Digest version because it's too long otherwise. Okay. It's a podcast. Um, I mean, we could do this all day. All right. We got so, nothing to do. All right. I think I got so a book ever been in like one of those relation, in those situations where you're in a relationship and it's like going really bad, right? And yeah, at man. that moment in time, like the way you show up kind of sucks, right? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, my life is screwed up. My relationship's screwed up. I don't want to talk to anybody. So I went to this event, this little teeny like training program. And I just wanted to mind my own business when I was there. I was in this, like, found an aisle where I could sit next to a wall so no one would talk to me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. person next to me, fortunately, didn't want to talk, so I was perfect. <laughs> I was there three days, and on the last day, this old guy gets up and he goes, I can tell you what went wrong with your relationship, and I can tell you where no one else has given you this information before. And I kind of went, oh, 
because I tried everything else. Like I, you know, we went to therapists and psychologists and counselors mm. and I was reading books. I studied Tantra. I did like, you know, whatever could, yeah. I wanted to fix it, yep. but I was not succeeding. So after the event, I like scaled this guy down and he pulls out this book and he asked me for a couple pieces of information and then he proceeds to tell me exactly what was going on in the relationship. And I go, okay, that's strange. Mm. You know, that's like coincidental maybe. And then he tells me a bunch of stuff about myself that like was hugely transformational when I look back through my whole life. And I went, okay, this is really interesting. And I asked him what he was doing with it. The guy who actually created this thing was created 40 years ago. The guy who created it passed away and he said, I need some help with it, really. And I went, okay, I'm interested because I was taking products to market at the time. And I said, I'll do it, but it's got to be real. It's got to be efficacious. I don't want to play with it. Mm. And he said, fine, test it out. So I took two years and tested out like close to a thousand couples. And the thing was w with this technique, with this, that is with this information, genetic with, back then, back then they called it match matrix because okay. the whole thing was designed yeah, to yeah. like help people in the dating mm -hmm. world find their perfect match. Right. Okay. So I spent a couple years while I was helping him just interviewing people, getting their profiles, talking to them about it. And you know, their whole contention was you had to find someone that was a perfect match. Like they would come up with this profile. You wanted to find someone who had the same exact profile. Like eHarmony kind of shit. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Matter yeah. of fact, we were talking to eHarmony about wanting to put this inside their dating mm. machine. Yeah. Mm. But they didn't want to do it because it would have shortened the lifespan of their clients. So. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the economics, economics. Oh, yo, is eHarmony like planning on people not falling in love? They want that. Cause oh, it's come on. Look at repeat business. dating sites, guys. Yeah. You got to pay so much to get in. A dating site's got to make at least a hundred bucks off you, or they're losing money, which means right. you've got to stick around for about six months. So wow. if you find someone in the first month, that's not a those wow. are not those a are like thing. older datings, not not Tinder, Bumble, yeah. Bumble. No, that's e a different deal. Yeah. E-harmony, yes, yes, Plenty yes. Fish, all that, right. you know, Plenty yeah. Fish, yeah. Christian Mingle, Christian, Christian Mingle, Farmers, Farmers Only. We can go down a long <laughs> list. They're endless. There's thousands of them. What's right? the Jewish one doing? Oh, J date, Jewish singles, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no dating apps for a producer. Dude. He just knows him. He just shows up at Logan's luau and swings his bat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it could have better success. That's yes. good. I like that. <laughs> okay, I still so love that. The, the bat swing is good for that, right? Genetic so, energetics, man. So, so bottom line of the thing is, like, I started interviewing people, and the freaking thing was always right. Hmm. And then I was, um, so I took all these years of psychology that I had behind me when I was interviewing them, and the the sucky part is that. I would like ask this couple for their information, then I'd come back with their profile, and I'm going, God, I hope they match. I really want them to be a match because I was being told they got to match. Yeah. They're supposed to match, or they just won't work. And you know that's just not the way it works. There are lots of people in relationships that are not perfect matches. So I go back to them and I tell them what's going on, but I would also give them information about themselves that they didn't have before. Mm. And what happened is after about a year or so, I was starting to get emails, and I get an email and go, Hey dude, thanks for saving our marriage. Or, you know, I'm talking to my kid again. And I'm going, what? And I'm thinking, oh, this isn't about dating. Mm. This is about mm. relationships in general. Mm. And so I started thinking, this is way, way bigger than dating. And we started doing other things with it. Took it into corporations. Worked with kids in bowling. Um, when you know. said we, is it you started a company off it? Or did you involve the guy, the Zoltar guy that gave well, you the first information? Well, he actually hired me. I took a percentage in the company. And about okay. seven, eight years ago, I bought the whole thing. Okay, Because awesome. I, I just, you know, it was totally focused on just dating, right? And 
that it was way bigger than that. Yeah, it was way way bigger. Than that. What did he move on to? Out of curiosity, after you bought the company, um, I think I, he's in a glass box. Oh, he he, he might be uh, cryogenically Z- frozen. Zoltar? Zoltar? Have you never oh, seen no, Zoltar? I mean, the reason I brought him up is I saw one at this. Uh, at this porn circus I went to last <laughs> night, and he, I pushed I a button. He, and he, I don't think you would have seen him there, but <laughs> no, not that guy, the Zoltar guy. Yeah, and he I, gave me a little ticket. Yeah, well, what exactly. did it say? It said, um, "Health and fortune come full circle, and sometimes it's good, and sometimes ba- bad. Ride the winds of change, and you'll succeed in the long term. Oh, go. and try to figure out your long-term goals." Perfect. And I was like, "Everything yeah. you needed to know to so, believe yeah, it." Sounds, right? yeah. yeah, exactly. It was pretty broad. Sounds I'll be really specific. Yeah, it was a little so, broad. So, is it possible? I. I Curious. I don't know if you were going to ask this, Logan, but is it possible to love a porn star and to find true love with a porn star? <laughs> I, I don't see why not. <laughs> my God. Here we go. Hope, my Mike, God. Mike still got hope. My God. Still I, I have a question. Not to, not to get, yeah, absolutely. Not to get rerouted. They're people too, too early. Spencer. Not to know, get rerouted too early. We wouted. Not to get rerouted too early, <laughs> but. Uh, is it? Is there such thing as a perfect match? Because you keep saying that, and I have this fear, especially after watching the movie Her with a robot. Oh, that there is there is a large number of perfect matches in a world of seven billion people. Like, sure, I'll meet a girl in LA who you know I fall in love with and who I end up spending the rest of my life with. But how many of like her are there? And in the movie Her, there was like six hundred. Yeah. <sighs> All right. So here's the here's the reality of that one because people that are out after a perfect match that's just a pipe dream. Really, it, it truly is. There are phenomenal matches, and there everybody, literally everybody, comes into our life for a reason and a purpose, and it happens exactly when it's fucking supposed to, right? So even this, like, why are we sitting here right now? There's a reason for it, and it'll show up for all of us in some way through this, either through information, feedback, who knows what, right? So in relationships, you're going to meet someone that might not be a perfect match, but there's going to be so many attributes about them that are important. Mm that you know they show up in your life and you just got to go down that path Mm -hmm. so the key with this stuff the reason why i like it is it helps you go down that path and successfully okay right so you might not find your perfect match but you're going to know enough about someone to be able to navigate the shit that comes up okay and that's the key thing because most of us look here's here's the reality about relationships um think of like a three-legged stool okay so if you got a three-legged stool and you take one leg out then you just got two legs and you're just balancing, yep. right? And if you try and live on that, you're going to fall over, crash, and burn more than once. Yep. So those legs are what everybody looks for in most relationships. The first one is physical. Like all of us, whether it's men or women, we're all going to base the relationship we want on some physical attributes. Yep. Where they live, if, how they look. And it doesn't matter. Like, you know, women go, oh, men are like that. No, no. Everyone is like that, mm. right? And even in business, like, hell, if you're hiring someone to be a jockey to ride your horse, you're not going to hire a linebacker, right? Yeah. So the physical <laughs> attributes there, and that's one leg. Then the other one is like everything you know about the person. You know, who are they? What have they experienced? What kind of traumas do they have? What do they believe? What do they desire? What are they passionate about in their life? You know, who have they dated, not dated? What kind of experiences and stuff do they bring with them? So that's kind of the who piece, right? That's what most of us based our relationships on. So if it's a three-legged stool and you only got the, the physical and you got the mental part of it, then you're just kind of balancing. So we get out there, we're on these relationships, it's going really great, and the next thing we know, we fall over. Mm. It's like, right? And we get up, brush ourselves off, and go, wow, I fucked that up. Let's try this again. Mm. And we fall over again, and we get back up and go, no, I got better talk to a shrink or something. I coach, I need, you know, someone to help me because we're not, sex isn't what it used to be. 
Uh. Right. So here's the key. The third leg is energetics, is genetic energetics. And what's so potent about this thing is it is genetic. In other words, you've got an energetic type, a frequency you vibrate at, you vibrate out, you vibrate out. And it's with you your entire life. So like, <laughs> this is really kind of, when I get it, I, well, I don't know where to go with this. I, there's so many different ways, but I profiled all you guys. Oh, shit. Right? I profiled uh -oh. you. I profiled ex-girlfriends. I profiled your brother. Uh, oh, my God. His brother? Oh, you, my God you know? almighty. So, and, He's married, by the way. And, Congratulations, and there are, Jake and Tana. And there are, there are things about those profiles that are going to explain shit to you that you're going to go, fuck, no wonder. Nah, that's impossible. I can't, I, I I'd be very interested in hearing mine because the last time I sat on one of your so-called <laughs> stools, they're talking about the three legs was like 20 years ago. I haven't had a relationship. I, yeah. I don't even know what feeling something feels like. I haven't <laughs> felt a butterfly or like, oh, I like this girl in literally yeah. over a decade. Yeah. We were Not in one we, time. We were in San Francisco. The three of us were in a car. And uh, that's when we found out that the one <laughs> one woman you truly loved is now married. <laughs> she got married. Congratulations, Morgan Miller. The last girl I dated was like literally 10 years ago. <laughs> It was like 2011 Listen, or something. The next yeah. one's coming. With that, so. What you're describing is impossible. Unless you can prove me wrong right now. Uh, what what kind of game show doing? ass Let's shit Let's prove was you wrong. Okay, wait. All right. So you have a large stack of paper here. Well, yeah, because I you know, went through. Call that a large First stack. First of all. That, uh oh. So this system, what it does is it profiles some very specific things. How we communicate how we process information, how we handle money, how we sexually engage, where chemistry comes from. Mm. How, how do you know all that wow. about like any of us? Do you have a camera in my room? I don't. I do. But it, no, no. It, can we get one in his room? I don't know. It's already there. People, people <laughs> you're hanging out with have plenty of cameras in their rooms. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I hate you. Nah, but what's it based on? So it's, it's a combination of quantum physics and astronomy. Quantum. So this is a... It, it, it's a crazy system, and I only say that because when I was introduced to it, that was my question. Like, how the hell does this work? Right? And, and because I didn't own the company, I didn't even have any part in the company, this guy's going, I can't tell you. It just works. Who's that girl? That's my sweetheart. <laughs> She's looking at wow. you like she, she really will looks be like in love with you for the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. whole time. She I hasn't taken it. her eyes off you. <laughs> I guess it's working. Right. I right. guess you got some credibility. So that's, I mean, that's why I spent a couple of years and just interviewed all these couples because I'm going, is this crazy? You know, how can this be so accurate? Mm. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. And it was just so dead on accurate. Then we had a group of scientists come in and actually study the things. And they, they paid for it, like a couple hundred thousand dollars in research and, and proved that the system was accurate. All right, so fuck me up, Doc. Let's see what we got. Show me All what's right, so good, we my guy. All right, so, so here's some fun things, right? So communication style is like, there's four lifestyles traits in this thing. And the first one is communication style, right? It's really how, how we communicate with each other and the energy around it. And there's two kinds. There's one that's called figurative and the other structural. So I'm structural. Everything that comes out of my mouth, I'm, it's like I'm using the words to mean exactly what I want to say. And if you talk to me, unless I know better, I'm going to take you literally, 
like Webster's Dictionary is my friend, right? But you three don't talk that way. So you guys <laughs> not even close. Not even close. So he's but he's probably the closest to structural out of the, out of the and there's, and there's and there's a reason for that, but oh. that we can get into. But Let's go. you know, so so the other one is figurative, and figurative people are just emotive, right? It's just like it's not the words as much as the emotion and conveying the emotion that's really important when you're communicating. Now you know if you've got something really specific to say, like here's the address, you got to go to that address. You can do that. Yeah. But otherwise. It doesn't matter as much. Like, you know, if if I called you up and you were coming over for dinner and I said, uh, you know, when are you going to be here? You you say, I'll, I'll be there in a bit. I'm going What if I say, what what's if that, I say like, because my, my thing would be like, define dinner. Like, what if you're, <laughs> like, is there a sarcasm pillar? Like, there's, that there's, is so far out of, <laughs> doesn't even compute. Like, I might say, like, you might say, what time are you coming for dinner? I may say, like, define coming. I may I may say, like, what if dinner comes to us? You like I'm, nothing I ever say makes sense. Like it's a third pillar. So here's a, it's not a third pillar. It's just you have fun with communicating, okay. right? right? And and so what it means, like if I'm going to have an interaction with you and understand what the hell you're talking about, yeah. I got to ask you, what the hell's that mean, right? <laughs> and and so the two different communication styles have these. It's like two different languages. So if you're in a relationship with someone that's got a different communication style, oftentimes you can have misunderstandings. Now, my sweetheart and I are the same communication style. Now, we can have disagreements, but we rarely have misunderstandings. Mm. Now, here's the other deal. You guys ever play with magnets when you're kids? You know, when you push them together and Hell they yeah. repel each other, right? Yeah. So what's going on when there's those two different energetic frequencies is they're, they're discordant, so they're repelling each other. So when you're around people that are different communication style, you get worn down. Everybody knows this, right? You get together with someone, you spend time with them, and you go... You've been like, you You really like the person? You really want to spend yeah. time with them? And like you're yawning and you're looking around just Vampires. any place. But just sucking your energy. Energy vampire, that's yeah. the word, yeah. right? And then as soon as you leave their company, yep. you call your friends and all of a sudden your energy's back. You're going, shit, I don't want to do that again, mm-hmm. right? But we encounter that all the time. So here's the, the trippy deal. All three of you guys are figurative communication style. I'm structural. So I'm right in here between this energetic frequency. I'm going to take a nap when we're done with this show. Because you're tired or because you're bored? Um, Neither, because the energetic frequencies that are coming at me are so different that they just wear me down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Uh, Interesting. So, so, you know, that's one of the things that that happens in that environment. Now, if you're speaking two different languages, and what do we do to communicate these days? We use these freaking phones and we're texting people all the time, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we know that language, like just our words, it's only 7% of our communications. So if there are two different communication styles, take that down to 3.5%, which means 96.5% of the time when you're texting someone, they have no clue what you're saying to them. Yeah. You know, so why does texting blow up all the time? Because we try to have these heartfelt, important conversations on texting. It's good for giving an address time to be there something like that but we you know we start using this thing as a way of communicating it's like pick the damn phone up and make a call uh, Better yet, or by the way person. go or by the way go see the person go absolutely you know like because yeah, even you if you make the call them. you're still losing 60 yeah. percent of body yeah. language it's also the, and all the you're right eye on. contact you're, all you're right on also you're right the on. flip side though when some people call you up and they're talking for like 15 minutes and you're like damn you could have just texted oh first that. of all don't ever don't ever people have been calling me lately don't ever call me yeah I don't no. and you fucking dare call me no. people people sometimes i got like three people right now that are new in the funnel that by the way i'm not 
tight with. They're new business people, and they'll just call me oh. twelve, you know, eleven thirty a.m. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Just want to hop on the phone for a few minutes. Don't you fucking dare. You don't. You don't know me. In my yeah. notes, I don't even talk to my mom that much. In my notes uh, on on show openers, I have a, a line here. I don't do phone calls. No. I don't do phone calls. No. I feel like this might be a millennial thing, though. It is. But Jake does phone calls, man. That kid will call you. And by the way, you y'all have seen it. He'll call me and be like, "Yo," I'll be like, "What's up?" He'll be like, "Um." Uh, yeah, well, you know, come on. Yeah, you got to yeah. be discerning who you what, pick up the phone I, with, I, right? But the, key, like, the key here is if you want to have an important communication right, right. with someone, you know, like you said, go see them. That's the best, right? Get on the phone with them, but don't rely on texting. So, you know, that's not the only deal. But mm, yeah. the, the, you know, if we look at the profile of you guys, I, we actually profiled the, almost the whole cast here, the whole Oof. team. Wow. No right. one's safe. And, Did you profile Danny? Danny? Yeah. Our, Our assistant? There yeah. we go. She's yeah. literally a, an angel sent yeah. down from yeah. so Earth, here's, you know, the heavens. I want to know about <laughs> so, Danny. So here's the crazy thing. Everybody on this team, except for your chef, right, is figurative talking style. Wow. So you guys are like this is a this is a perfect environment. Yes. It really is. So Do you communicating think you yes. you want to you know express something to something, you guys are gonna get it. You know, Mine is the chef. Or <laughs> Kate has no idea what we're saying yeah. ever. Yeah. So she, she just, just, wah, she just wah, hates wah, everybody. Wah, 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 <laughs> when we talk. Do you think it could be because we're in L.A.? No. You don't? Absolutely not. Because Are you sure? Because like, there's a lot of like no, jive-ass honkies here, dude. No, like, been, what, I don't know. I, I've got more profiles on people in Los Angeles than I can shake a stick at. It's not LA. And there's a, lot of, there's a lot of structure. Right, so what did you find out? Right. I want to know about. Okay, so look at so team. you guys are all you guys are all the same the same figurative <laughs> communication style, which uh, is kick ass great. There right? we go. We're it's awesome for working well together. Then the next lifestyle trait is called activity level, and there's people either moderate Ooh. active or they're super active. Ooh, and okay. the moderate active person is kind of like you know they're meth more methodical, and when they think about when they they say something, they may take a few moments moments longer to make sure that. You know, they're communicating what they want. And the super active person, these folks got to basically, when I talk to them, I say, you, you uh, stop yourself from finishing other people's sentences, right? And they go, yeah, all the time. You know, so they're just being nice. So you guys are all moderate active, which is cool. So all of us here are that same speed. Now, what was it? Moderate active, right? I, I, so don't take I, it so literally. Just listen to how he describes it. <laughs> They just can't be for me. I, I, I ask somebody a question. I don't cut their answer off. I answer for them. Yeah, I'm like, how does. tall are you? 6'3"? That's dope. <laughs> Where are you from? Connecticut, me too. I have full conversations with people. They yeah. don't even get to say shit. Yeah. How can I be moderately active? I'm hyper. I'm ultra active. So My question for you. Do you need to know what you're doing all the fucked. time? Like, can you just chill if you want to? No. I'll I don't even it. know what I'm doing right now. <laughs> I don't even know where I am right he now. Chills My brain on Sunday. is fucking yeah. gone. Chills on Sunday, I mean, on Sunday I he'll lay out float and float around maybe, in the pool. Yeah, maybe. if he had a lazy river, he wouldn't do anything. It's true. He would never leave it. That's true, but right. everybody knows. So here's the deal. The super active... At the ranch. Oh. oh. Something to think about. Something to think about. Something to think about. That'd be crazy. Dang. Look at that. Yeah. Look at that. Oh, my that's God. His, it's coming home. Oh, my God, it's bro. Coming I'm seeing it. Sorry, 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 sorry. Go ahead. I don't even know where the ranch is, but I can imagine. Me either, yeah. We don't have it. So the super active person... They like, they're just like, they love structure. From the time their head leaves the pillow in the morning till it goes back on the bed later at night, they love to know what's going on. If they don't know what's going on, they get all depressed and shit, mm. right? And, and, and it's, it's wild. And like, I, I talked to this one gal, and she goes, I can't be super active. And I go, why? She says, well, I, you know, I do yoga every day, and I, 
I like to go for walks on the beach and I meditate. And I went, oh, that's cool when you do that. So I do yoga every day at six. I walk on the beach at noon and I meditate every <laughs> night at, at 5.30. And exactly, right? So it, the, the key thing here is like, if we're talking to super active people, we got to talk a lot faster like this because when you talk like this, they get all excited. Well, right? That sounds like Ben Shapiro. He's oh, super active. But to be. your point, I never, I don't have a set schedule. So yeah. I, you maybe because I yeah, wake so up and I, I know the things I have to do for the day, but sure. I don't know when I'm going to get them done. Yeah, and and the key is like, look at if if my lady, if Simone and I, if, and all four of us, five of us, were like on the beach, just hanging out, drinking mai tais, whatever that we're drinking, right? And we're we have them all done. She finishes hers. She's going, all right, guys, what are you going to do? And I look at mine. I'm not done with mine yet. You guys aren't done. I don't know. We'll figure that out when I finish it. And she's going, well, I already know. I'm either going. Out on those boats, I'm either going out surfing, I'm going shopping, I'm going sailing. You guys figure it out. And, you know, and, and we'd be going, God, can you just chill? Just relax, yeah, you know? It's true. It's like, right? So is that where all the problems me. come is from? That, is where we try to control? That's not, yeah, no. basically, no basically what happens. I'd say, I'd say, do you remember when we went to, to, when we were in Hawaii? We were all in Hawaii. Did you come with us on that trip? Uh, no. I w- Andre would always say, I don't know, bro. Let's like challenge to see what happens, man. And I would <laughs> yeah, be, and, I, and I would be like, just a crazy pipe. I would be like, yo, <laughs> we have to do the ATVs by four. If oh, we miss yeah. that window, then we have to go straight to dinner. And 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 they're like, well, where? And he'd be like, well, where are we gonna eat, bro? And I'd be like, dude, I've already called, made the reservations for ten people. Chill the fuck out. And he'd be like, I can't get any more chill than I already. So yeah, I, so I got a bucket again. I, I'm on the far end. That's all right. That's all right. All right. Look at the the, the the key with this is this is your propensity, right? This yeah, is yeah, kind of sure, where you sure, have sure. it. It's not gonna nail everybody exactly, yep. right? But it gets pretty damn close. And cool. the, and the key is like, you know, if I'm working with you guys. Knowing what your profiles are, make it possible for me to first ask questions if I'm not sure what the heck you said, right? And because we're all moderate active, that makes it easy. But if, like, if we're dealing with money, there's two different kinds of ways of dealing with money, and we're going to have different conversations. And then when we get around sex, I can tell you 95% of the relationships that aren't matched sexually, they don't work over time. Really? Unless they understand this, unless they know what to do with it. Because the two different sexual response types in this are radically different. Mm. Can we get? Can we go to that? What? what yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> just just for the tea for the viewers. Yeah, and all. right. He's th- you're thinking for the people. Yeah, of course, this is great. W- one this is great <laughs> because because two of you are one kind and, and another of you. Are oh oh shit! These two are the same. Lately, that well, actually that's might. Why I'm sitting between you. I'm excited for this. Go. go ahead, lay it out. Wait, what? Wait, we're, we're the same? Hell no. We're no. different? Obviously. No, no, he's saying you two are the no, same you're type. Joking. And then I'm no. S- no. All right, you want to hear this? Yes. This is So the sexual response types, there's two kinds there's a mental emotional and there's a physical, right? And the mental emotional person is like the prelude to sex is important. So the emotional connection, the romance, kind of flowers, music, all that kind of stuff, you know, yeah. that's like, that's our foreplay. Oh shit! Right? I'm in so okay. much trouble. And then, <laughs> right? I'm so fucked, and, literally. And the physical sexual response type, the our byline for them is when you're hot, you're hot, mm. right? Yeah. And so here's the this is the like I had this trippiest experience when I was doing all this, trying to figure out if this thing was all real about ten years ago, and I'm talking to this gal who is I've never even heard her swear ever in my life, right? And she's awesome lady and I'm describing this and I'm saying yeah the, you know flowers music all that's kind of it's wonderful she goes well I like all that stuff and I go well 
do you need it? And she goes, no, just fuck me. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know this thing. Like, like, hey. yeah. And did that, did that turn you off? Um, no. But <laughs> <laughs> no, so, you're still, you're still a dude. Yeah. So here's the like, say no more. For, <laughs> Let's the, go. The reality for a lot of guys, right, is that when a woman is like, when she's hot, she's hot, and she just wants them. That's like really easy for a guy. Oh, great, yeah, bring it on. But the problem is, is that if you miss the cue, then you got a big. Then there's an issue. Oof. So, is that how you get me too? Yeah, that sounds like <laughs> sounds like sounds a, like sounds like a Weinstein moment. Yeah, like, like he a lot probably of read. Need this. She was probably like, "I really love the movies you produce." Miss Q comes in a plant. Is that what you're getting at right now? Like, is that? What's... <laughs> I don't know. I have to think Did about I that miss one. the Q of this whole conversation? No, 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 no. no, no. So the Q is like this. I... <laughs> Oh no. Oh, Harvey. <laughs> Thank you. It returns to sanity later. <laughs> I must have missed the cue. <laughs> oh, I am so sorry. He should have used that as an excuse and used him as his, his attorney. He's <laughs> like, we've got to clear Miss Q here, guys. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, Yo, no. Mike's on today. Yeah. You are. This is a lighthearted topic, this dude. This is good. So, so here's the deal. You. You, <laughs> you over there. Your physical sexual response type, right? <laughs> you don't say. You don't say. <laughs> yeah. So you know, here's here's the, here's the crazy Text thing, me, right? Bitch. If if you look at tantra, if you listen to like a bunch of the relationship gurus that talk about the man, the masculine and the feminine, they're gonna say like all guys source from their cock, right? Just cock where source. it starts, moves up, yeah, right? Yeah. BDE. And then, and and then the all women, all women come from their head and their heart, right? And it moves downward. But that's not true. 50% of women source, source from, from their, their cock. Oh, oh, shit. In this city, in this city, that's probably not yeah, that far off. True. Transgender, maybe. That's maybe, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> the, the key is, is that a physical sexual response type woman, she's, she's coming like this, right? Both directions. So she's totally starting in her core. And the mental emotional guys are starting up here. You know, so we, we can have a quickie. It's great. But it won't sustain us. Mm. Mm. That's the key thing. It's like after a while, well, that was fun. That was fun. Can I have a little romance? Let me. Can do you love me? Mm. What is this that, one? Right? You are spot on. This one, you are spot on. He's got a long term girlfriend. He loves talent. He's turned on by talent. And like, by the way, <laughs> yeah, I'm turned by, on by the way, way you every, gotta stop with this narrative. Every, it's not the every, only thing. This is a good thing, by the way. Every every girl that he has over, she'll be around for a little while. <laughs> you know, like a little while, and it's, even if we don't want her to be, even if he doesn't want her to be, they usually stick around for a little bit too. <laughs> oh, fuck. Me. <laughs> yeah, he's got he's got an Uber on the way here for the return. I am an Uber. He's, he's, book, he's booking round trips, so, and that doesn't even exist. All right, so here's the big deal for you though: is that mental, emotional, sexual response type. Our sexual energy is all on the surface. People can see it. Like if we're casting people for movies in Hollywood and we want like a sex queen or a sex king, right? We want that that really sexual flavor to come out. We're going to look for a mental, emotional character, yeah. an actor, right? The physical sexual response type person, their sexual energy is all held inside. And so when they get someone that's the same type as them, Oh, it's shit. like they got the key to the lock that lets it out. Exactly. It's just like the right? bed's That's breaking. why he likes porn stars. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. You miscued that. Go come in a plant, right? <laughs> you miss right uh, in there. Okay. So you're going to love this. This is an interesting thing. If you look at writers and directors in the porn industry, guess what most of them are? 
Are they the me- are they they're emotional? They're emotional wow. because they create scenes, right? It's all about the writers. The scene. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they want to get people all excited and hot, and then then they stop into it. That's the writers, right? I can't speak for the. <laughs> Actors. Porn stars, because yeah. I have, yeah, the I actors have, don't really match the vibe. It's always it's always a lot more awkward. <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna learn. You're not gonna learn a lot from watching That's why porn, porn right? scenes. Hey, you're are here so for ridiculous. your doctor's yeah. visit. Yeah. <laughs> I it? meant doctor's <laughs> visit. <laughs> and the writers looking on from the sidelines, like that's not how I fucking wrote. That's not what I said right. at all. I did not see it like that. Right? That's yeah. not how yeah. I imagine this. Yeah. So, so the key here is like if if those two are mismatched then the couple really have to do more than just your basic sex, right? And if you think about how freaky, maybe, Uh right? Probably more tantric than freaky. Okay. And and by that, I mean they need to connect energetically, right? They need to be able to move energy because if, you know, Mike's got a girlfriend and she and she and these guys are engaging he's got to release that sexual energy otherwise it's like after a while it's like what's the point and that's yeah. where the miscue is so and what i'm talking about there and i'll just i'll use an example so i had a girlfriend that was physical sexual response type and one time i was making her dinner so i got i'm making her dinner i got flowers i put on the music i had candles lit and she's coming home from work and she gets the door, and I go, so you hungry? And she goes, oh, I'm hungry. <laughs> right? And I'm going, she didn't want dinner. No, she right? wanted that big sausage pizza. Exactly. Yeah. That's right. How do you know I had that? So, <laughs> I knew it was your style. So, so here's, I the, did your here's profile. the key. Your pizza profile. I, it's my pizza profile is <laughs> off the charts, really. And they stack. Yeah. Yep. So the key is, though, the cue for her is, oh, I'm hungry. Now, if I said, oh, let's eat dinner and then we'll, you know, we'll come out or, you know, we'll go play later. She'd go, well, that's, you know, that's cute. He made dinner for me and that's okay. But other than consciously, inside her body is going, the guy blew it. He missed the cue. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So you miss it once, maybe not so bad. You miss it twice, three times, and their body starts to shut down. They don't even know why. So the most common thing I hear when there's two different sexual response types is the mental, emotional person will go, I don't know how to get them excited. They just like lay there waiting for me to do something. I don't know what to do, right? So that mismatch is really problematic. Now, when you know what's going on, you can accommodate for it. And that's the key to all this. Like, you know, we've got different communication styles. I've got a different activity level than my sweetheart. I understand the difference. If I didn't understand the difference, we would blow the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. what's the difference between a sweetheart and a girlfriend? Uh, I don't know the time of day, day of the week. <laughs> is she your girlfriend? She's my beloved. Yeah, really see, I, know, I, yeah. I see what you're yeah. doing here. So, because yeah. uh, you said sweetheart three times now, there must yeah. be some sort of thing that's happening here. Yeah. <laughs> I hate I to put you on the spot. On. <laughs> I'm okay. So, oh man, I hate to do this, but why do is it, it, do it? Why don't you refer to her as your girlfriend? I think they're pat. Are they past that? Um, you know what? It's it is past that. I would say, and and but not the, a fiance? the term girlfriend is not one of her favorite terms. Oh, oh it's a youth it's a respect. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, so my beloved, my sweetheart. What else you got? Oh, I got lots of other stuff. My, my, <laughs> I, like, do you say I adore you all the time? Do you ever call her sweet cheeks, hot pants, sugar, cherry pie, crumb cake? Oh, keep going. Sugar, sugar, sugar tits. I, oh, yeah, that was it. He goes, that was it. He goes, that one, that one, and you can stop there. Yeah, yeah, lollipop, whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> can you go? Uh, Larry, how was Logan and Chloe's match? 
Oh, God oh, well, Wow. What the fuck did you just do, Dylan? <laughs> I'm actually curious because Chloe and I are friends, and, uh, yeah. All right, so here's the deal. <laughs> Chloe's structural talking style. So, and you're figurative. So it'd be real easy for you guys to have misunderstandings or wear each other down energetically, right? So you can be best friends, no question about that. But if you're hanging with each other all the time and you're communicating all the time, things don't necessarily flow as easily as you might want them she's to. She's going to hate that we're doing this. I'm so sorry, Chloe. Ah. So, you know, she's got – and she's physical sexual response type. You're mental emotional. Fucking fuck. <laughs> Wait a second. So look at that. Do you see some of the names? There's an opportunity. Do you, you know? see who's right next to her? Tantric practices. Oh, Karina. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Just going right down the right down the line. What? Hey, hold up! I don't even want to. I don't even want to go there. Wait, Wait just just regarding just okay. Hold up. <laughs> in, 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 well, we could do your brother. How about your yeah, brother? Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> can I? <laughs> can, I can I ask you a quick question? Yeah. Can you get out of? Karina. Can you move out of one through like learning into the other, for example? Or are these these are genetic. They're genetic. They, the reason I ask is because, to be honest with you, I always wanted to be a mental, emotional <laughs> lover. You know what I'm saying? Like I want somebody to be like, I watched your podcast the other day. You were real funny, and I'm just like, damn girl, tell me more about my <laughs> podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do I get there, dude? Maybe next life. Or some shit. Because <laughs> right now I'm just like stuck in this zone where they're just like, yo, you got a dick. I got a vagina. You want to do things? And I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> the closest I ever feel to GP yeah. on a daily basis. And then you, and then you guys start a fire. <laughs> yeah. And then roast me. So, over so the good news with that. <laughs> like, you want to come back to my cave? I have a cave. <laughs> I have a fucking yeah. den. You that have a I cave in a mansion. <laughs> Would you say based do you have on like my a ca- red light over the bed? That you, no, you I don't. I can get it's warm. Do you, do you think based on my characteristics that I'm simply just a non-developed caveman? No, with okay, easy. No, okay. absolutely not. Thank you so much. Thank no, God. A- absolutely not. <sighs> it's close. But I, here's I, here's an interesting thing. So it, we've got four lifestyle traits in this thing. We went through you know uh, communication style and activity level. We didn't talk about the money part. That's you know compared to the others, it's cool, but it's not as exciting. Right now, that we did the sexual Mm -hmm. part. We haven't talked about chemistry, but there's also these things called modifiers. And you have a modifier called the engager modifier, which we call the charisma trait. It's like all these modifiers have an upside and a downside, except for that one. Yeah, and it and it's like everybody likes you. When when people they don't even want to like you when they like you. When people say they're like, why does he get girls? Like he's fucking stupid. He's ugly and all this shit. I'm like, well, very true. First of all, but second of all. I got the charisma modifier. All right, people just want to fucking be with me, dude. Like, I don't know what to say. He really does. Even if I want to turn it off, he I can't. He got the sauce. He got and that effect. And people tell you shit that you don't even want to hear about, right? Yeah, people, all, all the time. Bro, every fucking time I go out, I have a 45-minute conversation with some something about some, like, with someone about some shit, and I'm just like, why is this happening right now? <laughs> yeah. But since I have that modifier, I'm like, tell me more, man. Like, I'm very, yeah. So here's the, here's the, wow, the, the really cool thing on. about it is that, like, you make the best reporters, the best attorneys the best investigator because when you ask someone a question they like go i'll tell you everything yeah right <laughs> they do they're just like it's like it's hypnotic yeah. there's not it's almost impossible not to answer your question you got to have like your guard up not to do it right and so you can ask people the most personal stuff and they'll just spew it out 
go, I've never told anybody that before. I can't believe I just I've said always, keep it a secret, please. I've always called it like ability to build rapport quickly. Like yeah, really, really so quick, for like you, instantaneously. For you, it's genetic. Yeah. It's just there. Yeah, yeah, Bam, yeah. it's the charisma trait. And it's very, it's, it's very cool. Unless, you know, you just want to be by yourself. I want to, I want to revert for a second. <laughs> yeah. I, I wanted to ask you something about uh, the match between me and some of my past relationships. I sort of feel like it's a, <laughs> it's a me thing. More than maybe a them thing. I mean, agree that it is. It ends up being like a mutual thing, but uh, subconsciously, I feel like I was anyway at a place where I was so emotionally unavailable, and I say that all the time, and I and I and I really do believe I was. Where so at what point does the genetic energetics match or mismatch? So it's not, all, not it's, even matter. It's always at influence always has an influence yeah right and there are you know there are uh, you know we can use um let's use a movie star famous movie star for this so jennifer aniston right her and brad pitt were a really great match and then when she when they broke that off for the next number of years she kept dating people that were not a good match for her Mm -hmm. why the same reason most people do because she didn't really want to be back in a relationship Right? So we have we have a sense like if if we know it's not a really good match if it doesn't feel exactly right and we really don't want a relationship we just want to play or we just want to you know we're uh, still yeah. kind of going through whatever we're going through in life but not ready to commit to a relationship what's better than someone that you know is not going to last I've heard that you date uh, if 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 you've had like a traumatic or like a big breakup you date reactively or you date uh, what is it. Okay, so say say I'm defensively is what you do it is what a lot of people do. They'll come out of a relationship and you know, oh, the guy cheated on me, or it was traumatic in one way or another, and then they go out looking for another relationship, saying, "I don't want another cheater," or "I don't want another person that does this." Well, here's the the good news, bad news, is that whatever you ask for, you're going to get. And when you say, "I don't want another cheater," the universe doesn't hear, "I don't want." It just hears cheater. Yeah. So you yeah, yeah. get what you're trying to avoid. And and so people that come out of relationships and they have an experience that didn't work for them, what they need to do is get clear what they want as opposed to what they don't want and ask for that. It's that simple. Mm. I mean, it's that simple. But if they're still stuck in the trauma and the issues there and they're still living that, they'll just draw it back. They'll come back. I'm, I'm talking about like, say, say I had a relationship with a really independent girl. Mm-hmm. We broke up, didn't work. Maybe the the rebound, let's call it, it, maybe she's a girl who likes to be taken care of, and I like that because it's the exact opposite of this thing that I just had that clearly didn't work, and I found myself sort of doing that. So, is there any truth in that, or am I making this? So, up? no, I want to make sure I understand what you're asking me. So, you, you date, you date, no, you date. Uh, how can I say this? You. <laughs> we're close we're close now nah, you so. dated like the opposite person that you just dated to f- but you went like too far oh shit no hey, hey. you were there you were right there yeah, I feel bad for him I was dude. coming in I was coming in now it's okay it's, I feel like Spencer's okay, gonna handle worry. it for you I said I was off no you're not. no 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 this it's is okay. you're talking about that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. I think you. I, I, see, you're all figurative talking style. I'm structural. I need an internal. <laughs> no, you date. You date an opposite reaction. Equal opposite reaction. It's science, guys. Okay. All right. 
It's a, it's so you're, you're, you're saying He's to me right. you right. date right. one person and it didn't work, so you so try you someone totally opposite. different, right? Yeah. Is that what right? you're not okay. even not even just try? I found myself being attracted to. I'll, I'll, I mean, that, what I just said is is anecdotal. I dated a girl who's very independent, could do her own thing. And then we broke up, and then the next girl, I was like, yo, I like that I'm taking care of this girl because the last girl didn't need to be taken care of. So all that first relationship is telling you that that doesn't work for you. Like if you're being discerning, wow, she's just too independent. I don't feel like I'm contributing. I, you know, it's like there's there's nothing here for me to do or contribute. So, so you're going to so look need a for, so you're, No, I need a leech-ass girl? Maybe, like no. a maybe somewhere in between no. the two. Like, yeah. you know? Look, there's... Um, all right, here, we're going to pull this out because it's kind of interesting. There's a modifier called an enroller modifier, and you've got it, okay. right? And oh. um, my beloved has it. I have it, right? And it's a really, it's got an upside and a downside. The upside is, is that we're great at building teams. We're super creative. We can come up with all kinds of stuff. Normally, none of that stuff will come to be unless we got a back office, like kick-ass people to help us out. Then shit really happens. So it's really powerful, and we're, it's kind of like the analogy is if you're an orchestra leader and you've been given the job to run the New York Philharmonic, yeah. you go out there and you pick the best people, you know, the best string, the best percussionist, whatever, to be on your team, because ideally what you want them to do is succeed at a level they've never succeeded before. Can you relate to that? Yeah. Okay. So that is a really cool attribute, but women who have the enroller modifier have something else going on, and that's that they're kind of a man in a woman's body. Right. Back so, to the so they don't really they're they're powerful. They're the most successful women in business, but they're also the largest population of single women over the age of forty because they inadvertently emasculate their men. Wow, you know oh, who said shit. this? Wow. Oh, uh, what's his name? Oh, the guy from Canada. Yes, <laughs> the Canadian dude. Uh, Arden. Stefan. Stefan Arn Arn Ardeal. Stefan Ardeal. Bro, he said the same thing. So these women, by the way, they're they're all in their masculine. Most of the time, and like you know, you go to open the car door for them. They go, "What the hell are you doing?" Mm. I can open my own I can car door. Do that door, myself. Right? Yeah, I can do Sometimes that myself. they even throw bitch in at the end. I've yeah. had a couple. They go, "I can open my own door, bitch." Yeah, and so, I'm like, first of all, so easy. so my so so my <laughs> beloved is an enroller, right? And when I started, when I first went to open the car door for her, she goes, "What are you doing?" Yeah, and I go, "I I love to do that. It's my way of acknowledging you, right?" But I used to, you know, run around and open the door when we got someplace. It'll never happen for her. She's not waiting for my ass to get around the car to open the door. She wants yeah. out, right? Why don't so, you just reach over from the inside? <laughs> well, then, because we would never get out because I'd be right. reaching. Yeah, the door wouldn't open. Mm -hmm. Do you think people Sometimes. get better at relationships as they get older? Uh, I think. From learning, from like learn, learn, yeah. learn, learn, yeah. learn. We get better at everything as we get older. That's why I think I mean, that's, that's why I always look at people that like spend a ton of time like um observing and uh like identifying things that went wrong in their past relationships especially early in their life like in their first major relationship or second major relationship i tell them to just move on i'm like move on take what you know you learn and then just get to the next one because like exactly. how many people do you know that really 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 got it right the first time and didn't you know what i'm saying like it's just no, I mean, it's like, you know how many times, like how many people, like you learn and it's it's just like, unless you find that perfect, perfect match the first time. So here, like, here's the crazy thing The you know, when I got into this, right, it was a dating application. It was about finding your perfect match. Let's find someone that's exactly the same profile. Yeah. And the reality is when you find someone that's exactly the same profile, it's like having a mirror in front of you. 
that can really backfire if you're not in a place in your life where you're willing to be totally vulnerable, totally seen, and you know, and and courageous. You want to be intimate and vulnerable and seen. And a lot of people, you know, we got shit we're still working on, right? So if we got stuff we're still working on and something comes up and we say something to our partner and they just know they can feel it, that's not the story. You're not telling me everything, right? And those relationships will blow up because they're not ready to really step into what I call courageous intimacy. They're just not that, you know, they're not that intimate or that courageous yet. They're not that radically honest yet. They're still figuring out where they're at. And, and, you know, once you get to that point, then a match like that is great. But otherwise, they blow up a lot. And, you know. It, is that is that kind of like being emotionally unavailable? Because he talks about it for himself a lot. And, I, like, I, I relate to that statement a lot. I feel very emotional. Like, and, and people, like, use that term, like, against me. They're like, you're 34. You better get emotionally available soon or you're going to die. A lot. You know, like, whatever. Right. Right. But, like, I just am not. Like, I just, I'm still working on myself so much because of the time that I've spent doing dumb shit in my life that I still am trying to work on fixing. And, like, anytime I think about a relationship, I, or, like, people be like, do you, like, want kids? I'm like, I can't think about that. Like, it's not on my So you want to know why you haven't had a relationship? You just answered it. You're not ready. In mm. your mind, you're not ready. You know, you can go out, have fun, enjoy, mm. meet people, learn from people, have a great time. But to get totally committed into a relationship? It's not time yet. Yeah. So, I mean, that's whenever I find someone that it really just has not had someone show up in their life or people show up and they just, they, you know, they, they kind of breeze through it or that's blow me. through it. That's me. Yeah. Then it's usually because there's other things that they're doing are more important. So, you know, ask yourself, do you want a relationship? You already answered it. Not right now. <laughs> not right now. You I know, just so could, it's going to show up as soon yeah. as you decide, you know, I'm ready. I guarantee you, you'll have more people show up and you know what to do with. Yeah. Right. Then it's just being discerning. And, you know, based on everything I've learned and experienced, what do I really want here? Do I want someone that wants to be taken care of or do I want someone that really can run their whole life? You know, I I love to take care of my my beloved. It's like one of my favorite things to do as a guy. I You know, I just I want to create. I want to build things for her. she doesn't need me to do any of that. Right. So when she allows me to do that, when I can contribute and she receives, that's absolutely phenomenal. Mm. And I get that in that that, relationship. That's so valuable. Yeah. Right. So uh, if, if I was all about, well, I'm just going to do all this romantic stuff for you. And you you know, you, why don't you love it all the time? It's just like, that would seem just ridiculously needy. And she'd go, dude, no. (laughs) So how do, how do we apply all this? How do we, how do we take what you're saying and, take our relationships to the next level how do maybe these guys lock down you know a good old 10 out of 10 all right or so, uh, like an eight out or of 10, or, or, 10 or, out so your lady your exists. lady's right here in the studio she is she's right, right over there and and and, and we ran we ran your profile and her profile Uh-oh. oh shit okay. this is great all right should we start there you can we can if you like Let's but I, I will tell you this that you have some differences right yeah. And, and yeah. now, and this is kind of a fun place to go because you both have this thing called false attractions. So chemistry, guys, chemistry, you know what it is. It's brain chemicals. There's like six of them. Neuro, they're neurotransmitters. Oxytocin, yeah. testosterone, PA, norepinephrine. And when you are 
hyped up on chemistry, this is what it looks like. It's like, <laughs> oh, wow, man, you're so beautiful. Wow, you just it dented happens. my car. Well, it's okay, no big deal. You know, it's like everything is rose-colored glasses, and there's <clears> this <throat> massive infatuation. Now, chemistry feels great, but half the population can kind of follow their chemistry, and the other half, when they follow it, take them into a relationship where they have someone that's a different communication mm. style. You and your lady have two different communication styles and you both have false attractions. So you've got a shit ton of chemistry, right? Yeah. But you do have two different ways of communicating. Now, does that mean it's not going <laughs> to happen? <laughs> it's just facts. Right? I'm looking over there. Is oh, that yeah. true, right? Oh, yeah, that's okay. true. Okay. So, so it, it, what's that mean? That doesn't mean that you X each other out. Fuck no. It, it means that now you've got some information that tells you, look at when I got something important to communicate, I want to make sure that she understands her. When mm. she's saying something to me, you go, honey, I just got to make sure I understand you. What I think I heard you say is you feed it back, right? Yeah. So it does take a little extra work. Oh, yeah. But right now we're kind of in the phase of we just <laughs> we just go at it. <laughs> I see it all. It's hilarious. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. yeah. You guys are. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, here's, here's the go at it scenario that's really <laughs> crazy. So I have these are clients of mine. This happened a number of years ago. And the gal is figurative talking style like you are, and the guy who's structural, and they're just, they're going at it. They're, they've been living with each other for like six months, and they're having a huge argument. And all of a sudden, the gal goes, ah, we're done. We're through. This is over. I'm not doing this anymore. Right? Yep. And he goes, oh. And he turns around, and he walks down the hallway, goes in the bedroom, and he starts packing. Right? And she, fortunately, she walks in five minutes later and goes, honey, what are you doing? And he goes, well, you said we're through, we're done, right? Because he took her literally, like she'll take you literally, right? Yeah. And she goes, no, 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 I don't want you to leave. I just done arguing. I just don't want to argue anymore. I love you, right? Yeah, yeah. So the, now the good news is they caught each other because if 10 or 15 minutes had gone by and he had left, she'd walk into the bedroom and go, that son of a bitch walked out on me, right? And, and then she it's wouldn't his even fault. Know. Effort. Yeah, yeah and he'd be going down the street yeah. calling his best friend, going, "She kicked me out." Yeah, right. It's her fault, right? So the, the key is is that <laughs> you know that the personalities there's a lot more there than just genetic energetics. Yeah, but that piece gives you an inroad of being able to take what you have and maximize it. Mm. So instead of going into story, like you know what a tip people typically do, you say something and you're really clear and you think you just expressed it exactly the way it needs to be and then they don't get it right and you go shit dude you weren't listening to me you don't you must not care because i have told you this three times now and you keep getting it wrong you must not be listening to me right you don't care so that's a belief it's a story right and oh, when that man. story comes up when we're in our stories there's no love because right there there's some resentment or shame or blame or guilt mm. and that's what comes out of all the stories and the belief systems and that's where this piece is really the most potent. The reason why I do it is it gets us right to love faster than anything I've ever worked with in my life. You said Chloe and I, similar to, to Spencer and Angel, had a different communication style. Yeah. Okay, so we would argue a decent amount. Not not like not like crazy toxic, like there are the occasional like blow ups, but I anyways am a little bit masochistic where I sort of fuel off drama and it, it excites me i mean I, I think that's part of the reason honestly i'm a fighter like i like conflict it's exciting to me i like i love storytelling i'm a creator and i conflict is a part of every single story and so it, it became it got to a point where it became a little unhealthy where 
I wouldn't necessarily try to make amends all uh, every time, because I, I, I'm a little bit of a sick fuck, you know. So like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Maybe it's a me thing. And and by the way, Chloe was the same way. Like we both just, just fucking love that fire on fire, yeah, dog. Yeah. Aries, Aries. Where's Where's Chloe? Okay, yeah. So she, you know what? You dig your heels in, and if you're just gonna fight like that, then. You know, that's just where you are at that point in time. And if you really, really wanted the relationship to last, then you'd figure out a way where you can express that conflict mm. the way you need to and also connect. Mm. Like, so, you know, she's structural. So it's really easy to have the misunderstandings. And, and you might want to, like, hold your ground. Great. That's part of your character. Well, also, that's part of your personality. It's great. It's, it's right? not even that. It's just like, you know, like, I'm a jokester. So we'll be at, like, the peak of an argument and like any girl who's ever talked to me will know this about me peak of an argument or they'll be yelling at me and then i'll just make a joke and just diffuse everything and then they yell at me because i'm not taking them serious and i'm not that feels <laughs> and i'm not that feels like something that you grow out of too though yeah, because true. like that's, can i ask you yeah do up? you do you is there any bit inside of you that like likes arguing with angel uh no angel, I, angel? <laughs> yeah yeah. Tell us what happened. You want to come on the show, Angel? Oh, all right. That probably doesn't go over well, I bet. She told me to, she told me to get out of the car. I got out. And he listened. And he yeah. listened. I was like, all right, I'll get out. I can relate. No, that's <laughs> awesome. I do the same shit. Get out of the car. I'm like, bet. I middle like, of traffic. I don't have time for this. Middle of traffic, yeah. just walking. I don't have time for this. That's a good song. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to go to a cafe and I'm going to chill. Or this is just not in I my love situation. You. I love you guys. This is hilarious. But then, but then guys, she pulled dude. the car off to the side of the road and, and I'm like, I'm not getting in the car. And she's like, and she, she gets out and like, I had like a tripod or something in the back of the car. She's like, sets it on the ground. She's like, I'll put your stuff out here. I'm like, oh my God. I wow. love, I love this. Cause I love when Angel's like, I can just see Angel going up to him when he's walking down the street and she's just like, get your ass in the car, Spencer. And he's like, I don't want to. And she's like, Spencer, I will beat your fucking ass in traffic. Don't doubt me. And then he's just like. Fine. No, I actually walked I walked down a side street and she I lost her, dude. I evaded. You evaded her. How she you found home? me though. She found you. She found you. She found, found me. You. I went to she a restaurant. That's she, yeah, crazy. She found you know what's crazy, bro? I would do the same shit and then the girl would always be the one who's like, What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, you told me to get out. She's like, I wasn't serious. Angel, by the way, you're an enroller, right? Yeah, okay. So is she. Okay. So, you know, there's that possible emasculation. Like, I don't need you to fuck in the car. Get out of the car, right? Yeah. So, yeah. But then she really wants me in the car. Of course. But Spencer, Spencer is Games. a. I think Spencer is like a born problem solver, and so he, and so like we, we may look at it and joke about or him like kind of like slightly. Like, she'll be like, I'll beat your ass. And you're just like, fine, like, whatever. But he knows that that's the way the argument's going to end amicably. He can find and a solution. he's good at that. Yeah, he's a good he's problem yeah. solver. Find the solution. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why he has a relationship. That's why he has a relationship. Crazy Puerto Rican. So, so what does it mean when you both ha both have false attractions? That like, means, that how means, do you take advantage of that, I guess? Oh, and, you just love it up because you both got a shit ton of chemistry. Yeah. But you got to know that you also got rose-colored glasses on. So... You know, you may not be taking care of yourself or she may not be taking care of herself emotionally. 
because they're just there's this infatuation with each other. Mm, yep. So Resonate so you kind of owe it to each other to pr- kind of almost protect each other and make sure that is that really what you want? You know, is that the healthiest thing for you? Mm. And speak your own truth. Like if you guys can really speak your truth, you can be discerning, talk about what you really need. Not you did this to me and you know that made that sucked and just say, "Hey, I feel this way and I you know that doesn't work for me." <laughs> yeah. And and mm. She'll listen, and if she does that to you, and you listen, then you then that's worth its weight in gold. That's mm. awesome, mm. right, Larry? I want to do a segment with you because that's what we do here on this show. Let's do a segment. There we go. <laughs> it's called Larry the Love Guy. <laughs> Help me! As you can see on the screen, there's that flattery picture oh, of you geez. up there. That. Take that down. That's I want to so give. I want to get. I want to. I want to give you scenarios and have you give us advice on what to do. Right. Should this ever happen in a relationship with us? Okay. Here we go. One. I don't trust my partner. I don't trust her. She's a lying ass bitch. <laughs> so trust she is looker. an in, trust is an inside job. You can't trust anybody. You can find someone trustworthy, right? But if you don't trust someone, you don't trust yourself. When you say I don't trust someone, that means you don't trust yourself to make a good decision. That's what trust really means. Mm. So if someone says I don't trust her, that's a cop out. It's a cop out. I'd turn around and go, so where are you having a hard time figuring things out? Because th- that's an inside job. So like happening. so like if I say I don't trust my partner, you're it, saying that I don't if I say I don't trust my partner, I I don't you're trust really myself saying, to make the right decision because the right decision is don't be with that person because they're or out. Or be with them differently. You know, you just have to be discerning, right? So you can meet people that are not trustworthy, right? They're not trustworthy. So I choose not to encounter them. I choose yeah. not to do business with them. Yeah. Or I do just a little bit of business here and I'm going to manage it really tightly because, you know, what I've seen doesn't tell me that this is a person that I should put my trust in. So trust is like, who am I putting my trust into? Right? It's funny. And when you, when someone leashes out and they make a judgment, I don't trust them. First of all, it's a judgment. It means they got stuff that they're dealing with. Mm. That's where you got to look first. Mm. It's funny when, whenever I've had that statement in the past, you know, pro, in back in my relationship days, when I would say I don't trust somebody, it would always be somebody that I knew getting into the relationship I wasn't going to trust. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like you know right off the bat if it's going to be somebody that's going to be a cheating, lying-ass bitch, as you so neatly put it. Or By the way, I've never dealt with it because I'm, I'm, I place the most trust in people. Like, if... if- I'm gonna be, if you're in my circle, I trust you. That's it. Mm-hmm. Like you won't. Yeah. You, you said we're all we all communicate the same way. Like it's pretty tight knit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm just talking. I was talking about girls more so because like sometimes you'll just like you'll get in a relationship with a girl that you're just like, yo, I know this girl's probably gonna be. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I mean, mean but, like, but who will do that? Like I won't do that. No, not you. No, I was talking about myself. I'm saying like, and I'm, I don't mean a relationship even. I just mean like a. I just mean like a, a frequent seeing things so i'm not surprised by the fact that i don't trust them like i've never just been like out of nowhere oh my god i can't the, believe the that is, i can't you, trust you them. just don't put your trust in them right, right. so right, you, right, you've right. already figured out just kind of where the parameters are of that yeah. relationship this is a big one one of my friends because you could use your advice here i want to but it's hard to leave my partner oh chemistry <sighs> there's a there's a the, so that gets <laughs> complex in a lot of ways right um chemistry is a big one so when there's a lot of chemistry, it's very hard to leave that person. Mm. And by the way, it, chemistry will last a long time. Mm. Like you know, when you when you've got people that just have that strong chemical attraction, but, you know, but, pulling but, away from it can be really tough. After you get away from like a month or so, you go, "What the fuck was I thinking?" Right. Mm. 
So the now that's the chemistry piece. Now, if it's not chemistry, it's going to be some other attachment, hmm. right? And this is where things get really tricky in relationships is if, like, you are massively attached to something or you have expectations that have been getting fulfilled and now they stop, you, you know, it's just a hard emotional place to get you through. You so got to back so what do you, away and take care of yourself. So what do you do? You, back, you take care of yourself. That's you it. Focus on yourself. You get together with your friends. You get together with whoever your best buds are, and you just, you know. You have them pull you out of the hole, huh? Yeah. Mm. You and by be the way, with people, by the way. You be with people who love you, right? You just got to drop into a place of love, and that love that I'm talking about is self-love, right? <clears throat> yeah. That's the key. Mm. I, uh, I just want to do one final note on this. I am just now realizing Halsey is fucking beautiful. So Jesus yeah. Christ. Anyways, I just can't find anyone, man. Damn. I just can't. F I'm looking for unicorns in a sea of horses. Fish. All right, so change your language, man. It's not I like, can't. You like, haven't. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah, no shit. Yeah, you keep saying <laughs> you keep saying can't. The universe will give you that. No, that'll well, just keep happening. Yeah, manifest. Yeah. So you, just you like, haven't. I just read this slide. I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying I can't. I just. And also, like, I'm not really looking that. I'm, I'm kind of just living, dude. There you yeah. go. Training for a fight. Let it all yeah, hang yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. I'm letting so it all hang out. Keeping so his head on a swivel. So that's a good excuse, but it's bullshit. Okay. Oh, I, it hasn't happened yet. We don't really have <laughs> sex anymore. <laughs> oh Who made this slide? These, these pictures are Dylan, 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 Dylan. So that's the toughest one. That's really one of the toughest ones because you know, beginning a relationship, usually if there's a good sexual connection, it's awesome. And then when it starts to shift, you really got to look at why. You know what's happened on there. Now, if there's two different sexual response types, that's the number one reason why it's, it shifts. But there could be other reasons, and you just got to go deep into it and discover it. And for a, a lot of people, like just an insane number of people, you know, what were we taught about how to have sexual relationships? Where do we get it? What, on internet for porn? That's bullshit. Yeah. Did we get, did our parents teach us anything? That's just experience, did we get yeah. Did it, what's that? Experience? Is that the it, answer? Well, it's going to be, it's going to be experience or, you know, you go out and, and study and work with some people. Tantric practices are great. <sighs> like go you to know? sex class? Um, you know what? It's not necessarily a sex class, but it's learning how to move sexual energy. You know, and sexual energy is a life force. If we're not moving it, we're dying. Our body needs sexual energy to be flowing through it. So mental, emotional, it's always there and moving. Yours is, is contained within. It needs to get released somehow, mm -hmm. right? And that's that's cool. And then sometimes, yeah, sometimes so it, it comes in the form you know, of so onto ceilings and it does. all <laughs> sorts of mine also. Things. Mine also, I found is like. <laughs> I don't know if we need to get into this. Actually. Well, no, there's, there's yeah, a, you, got, you, you got to watch out pretty much anywhere on the premises. There's I've a sex right there. Do you have one of those lights that you know? Into black, oh, we should. We should take oh a black God, light dude. into Mike's room those someday. Those sacks would be oh, oh, trash. right now. If you, we were talking about this, we were talking about it this morning. My my mood is like so can sometimes be so de because I guess probably because of what you described earlier can be so dependent on. I was telling him this morning I was 
having the most stressed out fucking morning. I was like typing away on the computer and we have this uh, friend that lives here at the house and his whole goal every day is to just annoy me. He even will say it out loud. He's like, he's like, I just do this just to annoy me. He said it in my face tomorrow. I'm talking about Evan. He'll stand there and I'll have my headphones and he knows I'm handling emails. And I was so stressed out this morning because there's this vendor who's owed me $20,000 for over 100 days. And they're like, well, we have a net 9,000 day payment policy. I'm like, oh, you're going to pay me in 20 fucking years? Where's my fucking money? So I'm stressing out, losing my mind this morning. And Evan's there like, nah, 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 idiot, idiot, in my face. And so I walked away from the computer. And he lives here. Why? Oh, because we love him. He's the okay. best. He's the best. Yeah, he's and so, he's and incredible. so, and so, we, I walked away, and I went upstairs, and I was like, "My day's fucked." I already know my day's fucked. It's eight thirty in the morning. My day is over. And I got back in the bed, and I remembered that my beloved was in the bed. Okay. And so she gave me a very, very nice blowjob this morning, and my day reset automatically. I woke up, I was like, this is the best day ever! And I walked downstairs, and I was like cheering. like I was go. going nuts, dude. There you go. I went up to Evan, I was like, what's good, man? How you doing? He's like, fuck you, man, I hate you. You're like, I and I was like, you. all right. That's it, you got it nailed. And it was so important to me, and I realized, I told him, I went into, his, uh, into the bathroom, which I normally do when he's naked and showering. We have these weird conversations that, by the way, we've never talked about on the podcast. I don't know if you know this. Yeah. We're going down the path I'm, now. I'm not surprised. It's yeah. so weird, and he's just naked. And he's like, "So what did she say?" And I, <laughs> his dick's just out, and I'm just always fully dressed. It's so weird. <laughs> but I told him I was like, "Yo, yeah. I just got a blowjob that changed my life." And he's like, "We got to talk about this on the podcast." Here we are. <laughs> it is. Here we are. Wow. Wow. That Full was meant circle. to happen. It was so. It was so important to me. Wow. This is truly prophetic. So uh, pathetic. So, so prophetic. Your, so oh, your yes. question, right? If the couple are committed to each other, then they got to do some work on it. They yeah. got to do some work on it. And, you know, I held it. When I first got involved in this, I, I was in this relationship, like I said, that was really going sideways. And what we had was two different sexual response types. And it started out great, right? And then it got to the point where, shit, I didn't know how to make her happy. Yeah. And so, like, I went out searching. That's how I went down the path of, of tantric studies. Mm. And I thought, great, if I could be a tantric lover, I could win her back. Do they talk right? like pirates? No. <laughs> but I figured, if I could just be a tantric lover, yes. I can win her back. Why don't you do me a back. favor and walk my plank, baby? Yes. <laughs> that's what they say. <laughs> yeah, but I figured that would be the answer, right? And yeah. and the reality is, I didn't have enough information at that time to know how to how to reset or get it right. And it turned out I had so much chemistry with this gal that I didn't see a lot of other stuff that I didn't like. Yeah. When I finally got away from it, it's like that's when your friends go, I, I don't know why you were in a relationship with this gal. And I go, what? Why didn't you tell me that when I was in it? And well, we don't want to tell you because we wanted to be successful. Oh, shit, what kind of friend are you, right? That's usually called the, isn't that usually called the honeymoon phase? Something like that. Like you, you call it... Uh, the love you put the little love glasses on yeah because you know. post post addiction they call it the pink cloud when you come out of addiction the first like 90 days when you're clean you're like everything in my life is amazing the life can't be better and they call right. it the pink cloud because it's very you're looking at things very surface level and you feel a little bit better because your neurotransmitters are coming back to life and all that stuff but then like 130 days go by and you're like damn my credit score is at 212 <laughs> i haven't had a job in 36 years yeah. i am 52 years old and i live with logan paul what the fuck went wrong you know what i'm saying and that whole pink cloud just, just like starts that to just, just like that where'd we go there what's we wrong do? with that well yeah 
Bro, uh, that's, I, just, I agree. On this show, I realized I realized a couple things. One of them is that I'm gonna have a kid before you. You you're gonna be Uncle Mike. Yes. Yeah. That's you're gonna, gonna happen. Be, you are sure. gonna be Uncle Mike, and you'll still be living here. Because I'm trying to do it soon. Well, that's the second thing I realized. I'm gonna get a surrogate and a girl with great genetics who wants to have a kid. I'm doing it. Really? Start a family channel. Wow. A family channel without say, a spouse. Yes. And we'll work together wow. to make sure that profile's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you, yeah. That's what do you think about what do you think about the motivation? <laughs> I can he I would say he's joking, but I don't know if he is. I don't anymore. I don't know. Because not, he says you know why? You know why? Because I know a girl. I know a girl who also wants to have a kid. Just a little too young, bro. So if we get a surrogate, and I'm not joking, like I Wait, I don't want to be a dad. Dude. Wait, 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 every single girl, every single girl you hang out with, if you ask them to be a surrogate, you say you found a girl that wants to be. Every girl you talk to, if you said, "Hey, would you want to be Logan Paul's surrogate?" Do you know how many followers come with that? They're gonna be like, "Absolutely, I will." No, wait, no, no, not the not the surrogate, the the woman, the mother, the mother of the child, who, by the way, will still be an important part of the child's life. Obviously, it's just like at this time, it's not uh, beneficial for her body. So, 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 so why you, would you do that? Yeah, so I want why, a kid. Why wouldn't you just plant why the not seed? A puppy? I have two. You have two puppies. Yeah. Okay. I need because here's why. Room. Man, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be coming up in my prime probably like three four years, and and if I can be if I can be just be just right be starting what what's so funny? I'm still not in my prime. Me neither, dude. Seems optimistic. <laughs> yeah, I thought men peak around like uh, twenty. Define peak. No, shit, no. Peak what? Physically? What? I'm, I'm I'm emotionally, no, tantrically. It's, no. it's not peaking. It's like your yeah. brain is fully developed. You're at the high. Like yeah, yeah. Men the brain, what, technically the like brains are prime. Right. Right. They, they, men in their prime. They use the term peak. They yeah. use the term peak. Men's salaries peak when they're about 48 or 49. So why don't you wait a few years, brother? Yeah. Because God you know, knows you better pick a chick based on your salary. Here's, here's what I think about True. all this. It's all do. about the money. That's, yeah. what, that's what I've learned from this show. Money is It's all about the money? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's cool. As Grant Cardone says, <laughs> buy, buy, buy a jet. Yeah, just get a $50 million jet and pay off your taxes forever. <laughs> Never need to fly anything. Physical strength, strength peaks at around 30 years of age. Well, it looks like Dan you got a little like, bit to go there, bro. bro. Yeah, for 36. All right, now you're talking yo, about... Yo, 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 real talk? I told you I wasn't peaking until I'm in my 30s, and you didn't believe me. No, you're, right. you're talking about physical strength. Yeah, you know, there's all kinds of stats about that. Yeah, look like, at Jeff Bezos, bro. He's a perfect example. Remember that picture when he's like in the 80s, alone in his room, Now he's balding? the Terminator. Now he's completely bald, but he's jacked. Jacked. And he's in... Many offices all over the world. But he, that's a rough example because he had Miss Bezos the whole time, right? Wasn't she there since basement days? Yeah. yeah. Or garage yeah, days? Yeah, and now she's like the richest woman I the world. heard. Ever. I heard. What did I hear? <laughs> a lot of things. Yeah, you technically did. You're on a podcast. I heard, I heard, I heard thing I, someone told me like Amazon's going to go bankrupt, so they intentionally divorced to split the wealth. Yo, you should find wealth. that person. Make sure that they're never able to use their vocal cords ever again. Yeah. Because they are a fucking That's what I said. I said the same thing. They're a trillion dollar company with billions in cash just sitting around. (laughs) How are they going to go bankrupt? I don't don't fucking know, bro. (laughs) Never know. Hey, listen, dude. uh, I got to eat a meal, but I want to do audio only. It's this, but it's audio only. So, Larry, the love guy, thanks for coming on Impulsive, man. You're very welcome. This was great. Yeah, 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 appreciate you, bro. being with you. Appreciate Appreciate it. Yeah. All right, guys, hit that subscribe button. We're going to do audio only right now, exclusive on iTunes and Spotify. Until next time, we'll see you. Impulsive out. Boom. Uh, do you have any relation to Larry the Cable Guy? Bro, I was literally <laughs> thinking that. I mean, or were you laredly? Like, look at <laughs> Or were you laredly <laughs> thinking that? I mean, I don't, I don't know if I see a resemblance. <laughs>
per se. Uh, no, and you know, so. and you know, he, if he took his hat off, he's he does, he doesn't have an accent, right? He doesn't talk like what? that. Yeah, no, I, it's fake. No, yeah, he puts it on. Seriously? Yes, Shut Larry up. the Cable Guy doesn't talk like he's Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah, it's fake. That's got to be the biggest, one of the biggest, one of the worst. That's, sad. That's really sad. secrets wow. of all time. Yep. One of the worst. People want to know how the pyramids yeah, the were high built. Who gives a shit just, about yeah. that, dude? He's probably an Illuminati puppet. That's oh my why. god, bro. Yeah. That's it right there. Yeah. <laughs> Larry the Cable Guy, my fake Southern accent. Oh, no. Oh, it's an ass. Got hit with uh, an ass. I got hit with a Grant Cardone ad. Uh, by wow. the way, what's good? Me, Me too. too. Me fucking yeah. too. What yeah. is good, bro? Yeah. I did. This is how he talks. A lot of people might not realize is you don't have a southern accent. How easily can you go in and out of it? I can it? get into it easily. And a lot, I'm like a, uh, I'm a linguist chameleon. What the fuck? I mean, I'll go to Wisconsin and I'll hang out with my cousin. Just, just a guy <laughs> talking like that. He, uh, to be he's fair, still he's still, like still he a little just ramped it up. Yeah, yeah. he ramps it up. He's still hey, let's go to lacrosse. You know, I just pick stuff up. Um, my dad know. had. My dad was a backwoods preacher. Yeah, yeah, he's preacher. still there. My dad yeah. was wow, a backwoods preacher. Deep down the Larry the Cable guy. You can have any accent. Anyway, backwoods preacher. Hey, what are the what? types of sexual uh, responses that 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 you were talking about? I don't. Did we dive into them or not? Yeah, there's mental, emotional, and physical. Okay, okay, okay. Why does when people do loving stuff with each other, why does it make me want to barf? Like when somebody's like, "What you have for lunch, babe?" I don't, no, <laughs> please help me. When someone says, "Babe, I don't want to fight like this." I love you. I want to throw up. What what circumstance have you seen that happen? I just don't like love. Is it, I, what's wrong with me? I don't like it. I'm, maybe I'm scared of it. Can you help me, please? Get, hook me up with someone, please. I need help. Yeah, wanna, okay, so we're gonna go through our our list of uh, ninety thousand women. We'll get you about ten thousand that you can. I got a I got a question. <laughs> I got a question from an audience member. So what? I, oh, I, I feel ahead. like let's, he's gonna help me. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Help him out. Help no, him you out. got something for the not liking love stuff. Is it because I'm scared? Like, what's good? So, so here's the misconception with love. This is kind of deep shit, right? So, people will attach actions and activities to love, and that's the mistake. Yeah. Right? So, love is totally something inside us, right? Love's not an action. Love is not you did this for me or I did that for you. Love is how you just show up. It's a life force. So if someone does something you don't like and you want to com you don't you're commenting on that you say well you don't love me because you did that. Oh, I hate that. You know? Yeah. That that's bullshit because it's not about love. It's just the it's something that they're doing that you don't like and you got to deal with the activity and not bring love in and you know and and uh, what's the word I'm after? Confuse. The, yeah, well confuse but you're Mask. leveraging. You leverage love yeah. against an action. That's that's a huge pitfall. That'll always end up taking you into the shit. Can can uh, unprocessed trauma cause someone to not? Can you love someone else if you don't fully love yourself? Mm -mm. You can uh, look at you can be loving, right? We're back to to how we treat people, right? So a lot of people, there's lots of folks out there that'll do a lot for other people and they don't take care of themselves, right? Mm -hmm. But can they really, can you really just totally be in a loving space with someone if you don't love yourself? Absolutely not. You don't even know what love is. Yeah. You gotta find the love inside first. You know, if you gotta be able to stand up in front of the mirror, bare ass naked, and go, I love you. I love you even with all the flaws. I love you because you were an asshole. How do you do that, therapy? 
All right, look at Dude, you, you did that. I thing. know, but that was almost like a qu- another. Qu- that, I said, all right, I meant to put a question mark on that. How do you do that? Therapy? I register at the end. But here's here's the deal. I mean, this is the hard cold fact. You got out of I'm bed. I'm fucked. This, you, no. All right. You got out. <laughs> look at the most unconditionally loving thing that you do. You do every morning. You get out of bed. You yeah. decide to live another day. Yeah. Right. You love yourself so much, you go, I'm doing another day. And then all the shit comes in, and you got the guy that's not paying you and all that stuff, and you get pissed off. Then you get the blowjob, and you're happy. You know, you got all this other stuff that happens. But if you could just take a moment at that, at that moment that you chose, hey, I'm here doing life, that's love. No one's forcing you to do that. You made that decision. Mm. We got lots of complications that go on. But if, you know, if someone says, I don't love myself, bullshit. You're breathing. Right. Truth. Now, do you have yeah. a lot of other things? Have you had traumas? Have you had challenges in your life? Yeah, we all have. And some of them are more challenging than others, but you're fucking breathing, you know? So give yourself credit for loving yourself enough to show up and want to do another day. Love that. You know, I, that's, I, yeah, that's huge. I got a, I got a question from somebody in the audience. Oh, they sh- said, wait, our, our physical audience. Oh, yeah. Our, our physical <laughs> audience. They said, I want to know about our sexual responses. Who is it? Do you know who sent that in? I think it was my girlfriend. Oh, <laughs> have we talked about you do lovebirds? What's that? So, what's so you're, both, you're both you're both mental, emotional, sexual response type. There we go. So that here's the deal. This you, is. Do you expect is, that or no? Yeah. This is okay. This is this is where these guys here. You should really be wearing these. But the when you got chemistry and then you have a sexual match, that's like you can almost not pull that apart. Woo! Yeah. And so, Uh-oh. you know, the fact that she's super active, you're moderate active, you know, she's structural, you're figurative, you guys can work that out. Figure it out. I like to understand, hear that. Understand the characteristics about don't go into story and just accommodate for the differences. Mm. That's it, man. She's so by it. don't go into story, you mean like... Don't get out of the car when it's moving through traffic. Don't tell right? them to get out of the car. Don't tell me to get out of the car. Especially when there's a lot of traffic. <laughs> Yeah, they'll say stop the car. I'm getting out. And as a driver, you need to know that they don't really mean that. And then yeah. what if? Say, see, it. you say that. You say that. But do you know how many people like when I had relationships back I in the day, girls that. that would be like, stop the car. Now I'm getting it. I'm like, you won't do shit. And I keep driving. Then all of a sudden, I start getting punched. Sixty-five. Stop the fucking. I had one girl kick my windshield out from the inside of the car. From the inside with her bare feet, no shoes. What? Bare feet. Wow. Wow. Okay. Wow. Kick the fucking windshield out. Six. We were going seventy on I-95 in New Haven, Connecticut. Her name was Jackie. She's a blonde from East Haven. Long time ago. (laughs) Heavily drug fueled situation. Wow. She je- she was like, pull over right now. I'm like, I'm not doing no, it. Jack no, no, to the side way. of the face. I'm doing 70. Oh my God. And I was like, yo, if you fucking do that shit again and just start bash, bash with her feet, kick the windshield out. Oh well, no, we're on the remi- highway. You know what it reminds me of? Uh, Pineapple drugs. Express. Yeah, super, literally. stuck in the windshield. <laughs> oh no. All right, so we're good. That's That's good. It's good feedback. I like that. Yeah. What? You guys are good. Just stop the she's story. Got, stuff. She's yeah. got another modifier that you got to know about. Uh-oh. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. She's like, she can so, turn your dick into a pineapple. That's <laughs> it. That's it. You knew it. Man. No, it's called, a, it's called it achievers, right? Achiever modifier. And here's the deal with achievers. When they're on task, nothing else exists. So, um, you know, it's like, I had this girlfriend once who had Achiever Modifier and she just went through yoga teacher training and she's like, now she's got a class. And so she'd start prepping in her head for the class before she goes there. 
right? And then so she's leaving, and I'm going, hey, go, you know, have a nice class, and I get one of those grandma kisses. Bye. You know what I'm going? What, That's you know, super it's attractive, like, It's like, yeah, it's like, where's the love? Well, the reality is she was already at the class, right? So I was just an interruption. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing about an achiever is that when you're her focus, yeah, it's uh, like the best, right? But if she's working on another project or doing something else and you interrupt it, then that's not so blame. Have you ever tried right. to talk to Angel while she was in the middle of prepping for an, uh, a sound bowl healing session? <laughs> she yeah. will fuck you up, I bet. She'll, She'll be like, get not. out of this room. I don't even know you. Who are you? I have sound <laughs> no, bowl in three hours. She's pretty chill. She's pretty chill. But yo, so, but his, so the, key yeah. is, the key is with achievers, they really get shit done. I mean, so she's they, the achiever. They, she's the achiever. She can get stuff done, right? Just you give her a task, she gets stuff done. In in work environments, like usually, like if you had someone on your staff here as an achiever, I'm wondering if you have someone. Danny. 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 She's task focused. Where's Danny? She's like, I got something to do. Don't don't talk. I to think me. you know what? I think she is. Where is Danny? Where are you? Yeah, she is an achiever. She's there an engager and achiever. So here's the deal. By the way, let's get a full round of applause right now. All right, Danny. So here's the deal. Here's the way this works, right? The the like the healthiest thing for you. You probably love working with lists, right? She's yeah. So she's got a list, and she's got it in order of importance. You got to put things in order of when you want to do them, like one through ten. So if one of the guys comes and says, hey, "I want you to do this thing that's number nine on your list," it's like it makes you go crazy, right? Literally. So, oh. so basically, if she's got a list of things to do, she puts it down in front of you guys. And says, "Here it is. Let me get it done." If you need something badly. Talk to me about it and let me see how I can move She's it around. She's a surgeon with that shit. Yeah. Trust me. Oh, yeah, yeah. It basically looks like this. If if it's a low item list on Logan's list, it's still above, et- which rightfully so, because she's his assistant. But she is very good at prioritizing tax. Like if Logan needs a washcloth, but you're I missing mean, a limb, she- she'll go she- get the washcloth <laughs> for Logan first. And she'll be like, let me handle that in a second. Logan just got out of the shower. Yeah. I understand you're bleeding yeah, out. Your limb, you will wait. your limb can wait. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the, the you know achievers are amazing. They get shit done, Hell yeah. but they also love to get stuff done, and they have a hard time, like, telling people, "Hey, I don't have space for it." So you will overcommit if you're not careful, and because she gets stuff done, you guys will have a, a propensity to just keep giving her more stuff. <laughs> and so if you overload her, there's going to be a point where she goes, "This isn't fun anymore," oh, right? And that's long- when you gotta. Give her a raise. <laughs> no, I won't do it. That actually, <laughs> Give that, her by itself won't, that by itself won't do it. Not everybody has modifiers, though, right? No, not everybody does. Some Ew, people don't have Some people don't modify the losers. Huh? Chef you, Katie doesn't have modifiers. Shit, Dylan, can we cut that? Oh, fucking <laughs> This man does not have any no modifiers. modifiers. So what that means is he can emulate any of them. Wow. They're that shapeshifters. Makes but, that makes sense. But, but it, he brings the energy all the time. You, what you see is what you get. With Dylan, what you see is what you get. That's like so that. true. I like it? that. Yeah. That is true. He's a true man. Yeah. So that's how that all works. All right. That's all we got. Thank you, Larry. Oh, Appreciate you, brother. Shout his socials and shit on the ah, video. Shit. Oh, you know what? Where can they find you on social media? Uh, you find me on uh, Facebook under Shine Top. But the thing to do, I want to give a gift to everybody that listens to your show. Oh, shit. Right? So we have a free profile. These guys? Is that where you got those, by the way? I was going to yeah. ask. So this, I'm going to give you guys the link okay. for it. Tell people to go get these profiles. Oh, okay. They're free. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that would be, you know, they can go to the website, run their own profiles for Maybe sure. Maybe in the Beautiful. link in the... Very cool. Yeah, that'll be in the description. There you go. Uh, yeah. All right. Thank you, Larry.
You're welcome. Guys, thank you for listening to Impulsive, the number one podcast in the world. Rate us five stars, and we will see you next time. Bye. Thank you.